0: Come.
1: Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world, inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame, award-winning singer, best-selling, author. and now here's Willie Jolly. Come on! Come on. Are you tired of crying and complaining? Tired of feeling
0: like life don't treat you fair? Do you see so many others moving on? Are you steady going nowhere? Have you made me
1: come to a conclusion that there's nothing at
0: all that you can do? Well, just look in any mirror and you'll see who is really truly stopping you. My,
1: my, my, my.
0: just a minute, only 60 seconds in it, forced upon me can't refuse it, didn't seek it, didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it, I must suffer if I lose it, give account if I abuse it, just a tiny little minute, but an eternity is in it, hit it! Oh, you gotta hit it, oh, I'm so grateful for another opportunity to be here to hit it. And talk to you about what you can do to hit your goals, your dreams, and your possibilities for your life. This is Willie Jolly coming to you from the studios here in Washington, D.C. And I'm excited about another opportunity to Talk to you and share with you some ideas that will transform your thinking. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So we want to transform your thinking and it's a constant process. And that is why I bring you the best and the brightest from across America every week for those who are ready to go to the next level and grow to the next level. Well, I'm grateful for another opportunity to be here. You know, not just to be here physically in this chair, in this studio, but to be here on this planet, to be here in the land of the living, to be here with another opportunity to have life, not just uh, the books and the speaking and the and the television and the radio, but to be here in the present. And I give God glory. You know, I start every show by the same Idea that God is the source of my life and the strength of my life. And I take time every day and every opportunity to give him glory. Some people don't believe like I believe and I don't, I don't argue with them. I don't try and uh, beat them up. I just say, Hey, God bless you. You know, you go your way, but I know which side of the bread my bread is buttered on and I know who is doing the buttering and so I always take a moment to give him glory and he said uh, in all things give thanks and I, I do so I give God thanks and I've got an attitude of gratitude so I'm grateful now today's show is going to be a life-changing show for you I'm telling you in advance call everybody you know call Lottie Dottie and everybody and tell them to turn on the radio and also, for those who you might have in your network who are not uh, are, are, you know, subscribers, tell them to go to my website this week so they can hear this show. It's going to be life-changing, I can tell you in advance. My first guest is somebody I am so excited, so excited to have on. This is... <laughs> When you hear the book, you'll understand why this just had to happen. We think of life about coincidence. We think about uh, serendipity. We think about things just happen to happen. Well, I believe and have believed. If you've ever heard me speak, you've heard me say that there's no such thing as coincidence. And, and I love the quote Les Brown uses. He said, coincidence is God's way of staying anonymous. Well, all of that is is put into a whole concept. And the concept is originated and created by a gentleman who we're going to interview today. I got this book by a friend of mine, Tom Harkin. Tom and I were on a tour that was connected with the Crystal Cathedral, Dr. Robert Shuler. We were on a men's conference some years ago, probably 12 or so years ago now. And Tom and I became good friends and we did a tour. And he sent me this book. It's it's dated uh, July the 13th. Uh, 02, 2002 uh, to my buddy in life, Willie from Tom Harkin in Miss Melbourne. And he says, you're going to love this book by, and, and he, he underlines the author's name and says, great guy. The name of the book is when God winks, how the power of coincidence guide your life. And the author is the irrepressible, incredible, optimistic, exciting, Squire Rushnell. Squire, are you there?
2: I am here, Willie, filled with enthusiasm (laughs) and optimism.
0: Absolutely. And
2: And all those years at ABC, where I worked, they called me the obnoxious optimist. So, uh, I'm, I consider you one of uh, my fans in that area.
0: Absolutely. For those who yeah. don't know, he's a veteran uh, ABC Network television executive. He led Good Morning America, the number one. He uh, he was a success story over and over again. He started something that we all know called Schoolhouse Rock,
2: and See, that's what they know me for now. Because I'll right. go before an audience and I'll say, "Who can sing along with this?" Conjunction, junction. (laughs) And then, boy, when you hear 10,000 people go back it's your function (laughs) (laughs) I'm going
0: to have to send this this whole interview to my pastor because my pastor quite often talks about uh, conjunction junction and and the things he learned uh, from that you've had 75 Emmy Awards uh, and then he left after 2001 because he wanted to share his his spirit with the world and more than just the television executive he created a book called When God Winks and it has become what what we know now is a viral success what it really is is people telling people who told their friends and told other friends and said you got to get this book, which is what Tom Harkin he sent it to me, and then after Tom Harkin, Betty Garrett, uh, a speakers bureau in Dallas, Texas, uh, and I were talking one day, and she said, "Have you ever heard of this book?" At that point, it was a number of years, maybe eight or nine years later. I couldn't remember the name. I said, oh, it "Seemed like I," re-, but I, I hadn't read the book. I never read the book. It was it was in boxes. We moved and so forth, and she said you got to read this book when God winks, Squire Rush now, and she connected us, and then when I got an opportunity i said i 'm gonna get this guy on the show well let 's talk about this book because it 's so incredible." This book is about coincidence. You know, if you've ever heard me speak, you know, I talk about folks about vision. There are four types of vision. There's uh, eyesight. uh, You don't have to have that to be successful. Stevie Wonder and Ray Ray Charles and uh, Jose Feliciano prove that. Then there's uh, hindsight, knowing what happened in the past. Well, you need to know that so you won't repeat the mistakes of the past, but you can't dwell in the past because you get stuck. You got to keep looking forward. Then there's insight. And that's the one that we're going to focus on inside of that still small voice within us. And I like to say it like this in my speeches. I say to people, "How many of you have ever thought of somebody and the phone rang and it was them? Wow, yeah. (laughs) How many of you ever had an experience when you're riding down the street and there's a there's some." something inside of you say turn off here but this is not my ex. So turn off here and you turn off later find out on the radio that there was a big uh, accident or traffic jam and you would have been stuck for hours how many of you have ever been in a in a city far away from home or a mall or somewhere that's nowhere near your house and you are walking through and something says go into this store and you go in the store and you see somebody you've been thinking about an old friend a first grade uh right. classmate and you say wow what a coincidence. No, 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 no. No, it's God winking. <laughs> and yes, that's what uh, So let's talk about that whole concept. Tell us about it squire and 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 just explain to people a little more uh uh sublimely with, than I did. How how what this God winks concept is.
2: Well, I've always been fascinated with those things called coincidence, In all those years that I was at ABC, I would see stories on the news, and uh, and usually the reporter would say, "And ironically today," and I would usually perk up my ears because I had a feeling that one of these stories was going to come along. And I always felt that there was more to coincidence than meets the eye, and um, and I didn't realize that everybody felt that way, and. Uh, but I started collecting these stories after I gave a little speech one time at a little church, and it was actually uh, across the street from Dr. Norman Vincent Peel's. Mm. The man who wrote the Power of Positive Thinking, and and he was such a great hero of mine when I was a young kid, and and there I was in that little church, and a sermon that I gave, I was uh, was uh, I was a guest uh, speaker. It was coincidence. Is it evidence of a grand plan?
1: Mm.
2: Now. I didn't know, and I, I, I said, don't really ask me. I'm just a TV guy. I brought you Schoolhouse Rock. I ran Good Morning America. I had Bugs Bunny on Saturday morning. Don't ask me. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a philosopher. I'm not a theologian. But I just think that there's more to coincidence than meets the eye. And I, I, I told a couple of stories, and I realized that I had found the topic and uh, that my audiences were going to resonate with. And that's when I began writing the book, and I collected all these coincidence stories. And then I realized, uh, mainly because I had an elderly literary agent who said, you got to tell these uh, readers of yours what a coincidence means and then i went through the litany what do you mean i don't know what it means i'm a tv guy what do i know <laughs> you know and and so and so i took it seriously and it took me about a year of i would say constant meditation and prayer before i started getting um in sync with this thesis that and this little word godwin came into my mind mm. and i thought that's a that's a friendly little word. I see it as like God send, God speed. It's uh, one word. It's a little G. It's friendly. It uh and then I thought I wonder what that means. And I thought about when we were kids sitting at the big table, maybe mm. at Christmas or or Thanksgiving uh, and and we looked up and we saw somebody we loved looking back at us. Maybe it was mom or dad or grandpa. And they gave us that little wink. And we felt good. And we never said, what do you mean by that? Because we knew it meant, hey, kid, I'm thinking of you right now. Hey, kid, I love you. Hey, kid, I am proud of you. And I thought, that is what a God wink is. Mm. And I took that little thesis and I started applying it to every story I had collected, those so-called coincidences. And I realized that it fit. And then, as I started writing these books, I realized that I was just really a conduit for God, that I that I just needed to get up every morning and say, "God, what do you want me to write down?" Mm. And that I didn't really write the books; I just wrote them down. And that and that as a, a conduit for God, I was. Um, telling people stories about these unbelievable, amazing so-called coincidences in their lives. But they were so extraordinary that coincidence didn't seem like the right word, mm-hmm. and that Godwink was filling in a space in the language. And so then I needed to give that word a definition, and I, I gave it the definition that it's, it's what you might otherwise call coincidence, but you innately feel that this event has come about because of a divine action or from a divine source. Wow. And then there was a second meaning to the word that my readers brought me to. They brought me to the second meaning, which is answered prayer. Mm. Because you know something? There is no word in our language for answered prayer. Mm. If you say a prayer, it is answered you have to say, I just had my prayer answered. But my readers started telling me, I just had a Godwink. Mm. And I realized that once again, this little word was filling in a vacancy in the language. And so I am so thrilled that within the next year, uh, Godwink is going to make its way into the American dictionaries.
0: Wow. Little g. Wow, wow, that is fantastic Well, you tell some incredible stories Folks, I love the story I guess there's so many I love I went through it and I was just going through But the one about Oprah Winfrey I told my staff about that this morning Before Oprah was a big super superstar She was a television, afternoon television personality in in Chicago And Oprah had read a book called The Color Purple And she had read that book and said Wow, you know, that Character Sophia uh, really resonates with me, and yeah. I would I would just love to be the the Sophia if it was ever made into a movie. Oh, I'm sure it would no, but if it ever were, <laughs> and she said, but and well, I'm not an actor. Well, if ever I want to be in that movie, well, time went on, and one day Steven Spielberg, Spiro, Sp- Steven Spielberg decided to. Make that movie. And he, yep. one of his partners in the movie making process was Quincy Jones. And Quincy Jones was going through, uh, Chicago for some business meetings and he turned on the television in a hotel room and he sees this, uh, woman. She's not a, uh, she's a full figure woman. And he looks yep. at her and listened to her and her personality in a way. He said, that would be a great Sophia. Now, he's never met Oprah. She's never met him. And he said, that would be a great. He calls Steven Spielberg and says, this is, I found your Sophia. I <laughs> found your Sophia. And it goes on, the process. He tells the story about how she, she did the screen test and but everything. Now,
2: but now, wouldn't you have loved to have been a little mouse in the corner of Oprah's office, Willie, knowing that she had been giving out this book for years, saying to anybody standing still, if this movie is ever made into, uh, or if this book is ever made into a movie, I'm going to be Sophia. Can you imagine the, that? And when she heard about Steven Spielberg, she thought, I don't know Steven Spielberg. I can't, how am I going to reach him? How am I going to tell him that I, I'm the right person for that part of Sophia? But could you imagine if we were a mouse in the corner when the call came in from Spielberg's office? Hello, Oprah. How would you like to read for the part of Sophia in the movie Stephen is making? Wow. Holy cannoli! (laughs) I mean... Who? Wow!
0: God She wings.
2: had to believe that God was really listening in on her conversations and, and answering her prayers.
0: Absolutely, and you know what? This was and here's the uh, the next God wink was. Let's look, folks. Y'all ever seen the cover of Purple? Who was Sophia married to? Harpo. Harpo. What is Oprah's name backwards? Harpo. <laughs> and what's the name of her production company? Harpo production. You bet. Woo wings. I mean, make you, make you, make you go. Woo! You make you, make you have a uh, chicken, chicken skin, as they say. You know, <laughs> this is a tremendous book, a tremendous process. We're going to talk about how other stories have come to be wings, but also how to start to stimulate wings in your life. How to break. start to get some of your answer, your prayers answered, folks. I'm telling you, folks, this is incredible. I've got Squire Rush now. Squire, real quick, before we take this break, we got to about 30 seconds. Tell them where uh, people can go online to see and find out more about you.
2: You can go to whengodwinks.com
0: and it'll tell
2: you more about me than uh, my mother even knows.
0: Stay tuned, folks. We've got more to come with Willie Jolly across America and my special guest, Squire Rushnell, when God winks. We'll be right back and for sure the best is yet to come. Hi this is dr. Willie Jolly and if you're enjoying this information you're hearing on this podcast, I want to invite you to get even more great information on my new free gift page on my website go to wjspeaks.com and hit the all access badge on that page you will find information and resources specifically designed to help you to have greater success free ebooks music all sorts of access badge. It looks like a backstage pass. Click it. You'll get behind-the-scenes information to the special page to help you grow. All we want in return, all we ask, is that you pass it on. Because the more you give, the more you get. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day.
1: Move by faith and live
0: by faith. You gotta
1: have faith. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Keep the faith whoa, whoa, whoa. Woke up one morning Didn't know what to do Had so much pressure on me
0: I cried Oh, oh, all right. cried. oh, oh no. Please help me through help me and said open me. the word and just read I, I opened and found it Was clear as can, as can be, be That all things are possible
1: If you believe. you believe If you had the faith of a monster
0: of a mustard seed You
1: can speak to the mountain It will be cast Ooh. in the sea yeah. Yeah. It's by your faith It should be
0: that's right you gotta have faith you gotta have faith you gotta keep the faith and you gotta have the faith and keep it and move with it expect it i'm grateful for that song from my money making music and motivation uh, cd package if you want to get that song you can go to my website willyjolly.com download it for your ipod or whatever your mp3 or you can get the whole package Play it in your car with the cd of music the cd of motivational minutes the dvd that you can play at home for your family and a book all in one package called money making music and motivation and all so sign up for the newsletter so you'll get updates about when I'm coming to your city when I'm coming to your town alright I got my friend Squire Rushnell when God winks and then that song is uh, apropos because it says by your faith and your faith will determine what will happen in your life and many people don't expect answered prayer they don't expect miracles they don't expect things to happen I was at a, an event I was at an event the uh, couple uh, four or five days ago now and a friend of mine I told him I said I've got an opportunity for you. Come be my guest. And he could not accept that. I said, come, but I don't understand. I said, just come be my guest. I got you covered. And he just couldn't get it. I said, you know what? He doesn't understand the power of favor. He doesn't understand the power of God giving you a blessing. He would probably, God give him a blessing. He'd turn it away and say, God, I, I don't deserve it. But you've got to expect miracles if you want miracles to come your way. And you got to believe that." Prayer can be answered. And that's why I love this book, When God Winks, How the Power of Coincidence Guides Your Life. One of the things I I, I mentioned to Squire offline, this book is about 10 years old now. And um, he's got more in the God Winks category that are available now in stores and on the web. But there's one term in here that he talks about that was not yet a well-known term or even part of our lexicon. He talked about 10 years ago, think about this, talking about a global positioning system and how you could have a global positioning system that would direct you and give you uh, a a a way to get to goals that you didn't know how to get to. Now we know it of as, as a GPS, but I believe that we should call it a, a God positioning system. <laughs> That's what the GPS is for. Squire Rushnell, let's talk more about this book and 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 coincidence and the lessons you've learned and things people can learn from this whole process.
2: Well, I think that a that a Godwink, in its purest form, is a message of reassurance mm. uh, it doesn 't give us a directive I, I I realized that very early on when I was going down this path, that very often people would come to me and they would say, "Gee, you know, I just got a Godwink Should I marry the guy? Is that what that means? Should I marry him, or should I take that job And I have always believed that a Godwink Is not a directive any more than that wink from grandma was not a directive to you across the dining room table. It didn't mean, "Okay, kid, you can have another piece of pie." It was a different message. It was a message of reassurance and comfort and connectiveness right then. And I believe that that's what a God wink is—a message of connectiveness to you, you, out of seven million people on the planet. When you have a God wink, it is a message to you, person to person. And so therefore, you sure don't want to shrug those messages off. You wouldn't want that phone call from God to just keep on ringing and not (laughs) pay attention to it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: And I you think need that's to acknowledge it.
0: And, you know, I think that what it does, you know, Scripture says that he would direct our paths and he would yes. di- he would direct he would light a path. He would light a light in front of our path and give us just those God wings. to Say you're on the right track. You're on the right path. Keep moving. Keep going in that direction. This is what you were supposed to do. And many people have such potential and their destinies are, are tied up in it. But they think that that it's something that that. Uh, maybe has to happen where it could be just by the following the winks, following the, the directives, following the, 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 the ways that say you're on the right path, you're on the right track, you're, on, you're going the right way and yeah. encouraging you that your efforts are well worth the time.
2: Yes, yeah. Let me tell you a story, if I can, that that, that reinforces that. It's, uh, you know, my wife is a wonderful uh, comedic impressionist, and she has been performing with Tim Conway for 14 years. And Tim Conway from the old Carol Burnett show is one of the comedic icons in America. And so when uh, they travel across the country, I usually go along with them because as an author, I can be with my wife. I just have to get up every morning and write. And so one night we were having dinner and uh, Harvey Korman, who was alive at the time and was traveling with us, he looked around the dining room table and he said to uh, everybody at the table, tell me the most amazing thing that ever happened to you. And he was looking around for a victim, and he said, Tim. Now, he normally would not, not ask Tim a question because he'd get a bump bump bum answer, you know? Right. Tim Conway would turn it into a joke. But on this particular occasion, Tim Conway started speaking seriously. He said, when you're 12 years old and you grow up in a little town like Chagrin Falls outside of Cleveland, which is a Norman Rockwell kind of town, everything in the town seems to be uh, a bespeak of religion. He said, mothers take care of other kids and doctors, visit people at our homes, and, and there's a faith about that, and everybody said there was a God, but... I didn't know. I, was, you know. I was a 12-year-old kid. I, I said, okay, probably, but I didn't know there was a God. In Chagrin Falls, he said, the biggest day of the year is the day that the Dogwoods come out and they have the Dogwood Festival and there's a parade and there's a big community that grows up down by the river, a carnival. And so for a 12-year-old boy to go to the carnival on Saturday morning with five shiny dimes in your pocket, this was an event. He said he went to the carnival. He spent a dime on the Ferris wheel. He spent a dime on the cotton candy. And then he looked around. He looked and he looked and he looked at all those booths with prizes. And he saw something, for some reason, he really wanted. It was a cross that glowed in the dark with a green ribbon. And he something in him was saying, I really want to have that cross. And so all he had to do was to take that fishing pole and grab the one duck out of the 60 ducks bobbing on the water to get that prize. Well, you can imagine what happened. Into an outstretched, dirty palm. Those palms are always dirty. Uh, Onto an outstretched dirty palm, he dropped his dimes one after another. One, two, three, and he was out of money, and he was kind of slinking on home. His head was down, and he was saying, I really wish I had that cross that glowed in the dark with the green ribbon. He didn't know at the time he was uttering a prayer, Mm. because at that moment... The littlest Godwink in Tim Conway's life, but maybe the biggest impact, was that he looked down and he saw something shiny on the edge of the sidewalk. He reached down. It was a dime. You can picture him in slow-mo running all the way back down to the carnival, and he was just about ready to drop it into that outstretched palm. And he said, I think this... Need something bigger. He went to a nearby maple tree, put his head against his forearm, and he said, God, I would really like to have that cross that glows in the dark with a green ribbon. He said, I went back. I dropped the dime in the palm. I took the fishing pole, and I got it. And that was the most amazing thing that ever happened to me. Wow, He said, I kept that cross under my pillow all through college. He said, I still have it. Tim Conway, the famous icon comedian who rarely tells anything about his personal self because what comes out is a joke instead, was telling the most personal story of how a little boy had his faith confirmed. A confirmation that there really was a God up there. And that God wink was the thing that gave him that confirmation.
0: Hmm. Wow. Wow. You know, sometimes you need confirmation. And and I talk about it often with my my activities, with our church activities and our ministry activities. When we are helping with, with churches, how God will confirm something in in your life, and it come from somewhere you had no no idea it would come from. Just just you un, bet. Un, un, unbelievable, and and yet. They are exactly what they, that, that's what happens. Well, through the book, you talk about one story after another. That one was powerful, and I don't think that one's in the book, um, because I read That was it. in, the, actually, that was in the next book. Okay. That was the, in
2: When God Winks at You. Yeah. All right, because uh-huh.
0: this, because now, there was books about finding soulmate, how to steps to finding a soulmate, to... Steps to get your creativity going, how to get uh, your prayers going and uh, coincidence. It says uh, scientists know that right brain oriented people, that those who dominate uh, the dominant he- hemisphere, the one controlling intuition, are more likely to be creative. Uh, but there are ways to increase your creativity. I'm going to give those. And you can try to try to shout out a little bit about each one. Prepare yourself. Read as much as you can about the endeavor and talk about whatever it is that you wish to create. And I love that one incubate we all want quick solutions but when the answer doesn't come right away put the thought aside let it simmer you know that's a word a great word you use simmer even in um, I remember looking at uh, the Michael Jackson video after his death that became very big. I can't remember the name of it right now, but uh, his rehearsal. Uh, and he he used the word simmer. He said, I let music really? in my spirit. He said, when we're, when we're performing, I let it simmer. I want y'all, don't rush it. Just let it simmer. I think that's a, a powerful word. Mm-hmm. Uh, test. Once you come with a creative solution, try it out. Sometimes yeah. new ideas need to be proven. And then uh, distance yourself. Let go of the creative endeavor for a while. Walk in another room. Take a minnow excursion or a vacation or something like that. And that's in true as writers, you and I both know. Write a page. Uh, in fact, Og Mandino used to tell me this uh, the great the writer he'd say you he'd write a page or write a two, couple pages and then put them away for a day or two and then go back and reread them and see if it still struck him or what he needed to do to really get it. so let it let it you know get away for it for a moment
1: mm-hmm. add
0: variety to their life meet new people read new books and create increase the mental stimuli in the environment inviting new thoughts and concepts to come into your thought process don't be afraid to be alone Find those times when you can be alone to think. I need on that. When you said that, uh, <laughs> I, when I read that, and, and yeah. uh, there's two things that go with that. Don't be afraid to be alone and then find the best place to think. Right. Mine is in the sauna in the morning, in mm. the sauna, in the steam room, actually, when I go to the gym, no music, no phone, nothing but the steam or the sauna. And I sit there and I close my eyes and I think and great ideas pop out. And sometimes when I'm in the shower, just great ideas. Wow. And I have to jump out and write them down, you know, and you say that write them down, capture them, keep a pen and pad or call <laughs> your answering service. And now in the times of text and all that, text yourself, email sure, yourself, anything sure. be yep. disciplined And uh, it may be paradoxical, but unstructured environments are not conducive for three feet thinking. So I I have a discipline when I go to the gym, when I work out. And if I do that, these ideas will come. These Mm -hmm. God winks will also come around because I'm thinking creatively. This is just great to tell people how to how to stroke the creative fires and to get thoughts coming in your mind that can impact your life. And I think that's powerful. Also the story I mean i'm telling you folks I read this book from cover to cover, and it is fantastic uh one other is that I love the piece about um you you call this uh the story this story has a lot more life uh, adelphia adelphia mm-hmm. uh a cable company. And I've got uh, just two minutes. I want to come back to that because this is a profound question, a profound story, because this book was written 10 years ago when it was before Adelphia became Comcast.
2: That's exactly right. Am I
0: right about it?
2: <laughs> <That is exactly laughs> and <right>. and <laughs> I'll give
0: the quick synopsis uh, because we got short time. Adelphia was started by family. Uh, and they were in Pennsylvania. The uh is it Regas family?
2: John Regas. Regas. Yep.
0: And yep. he was he was trying to build this cable company before cable was popular. You know, people had free T V. So why would you pay for TV? He was trying to build this company. And he was struggling and he was trying to make he pay from Peter to pay Paul and uh, and just it was difficult. And Finally, someone convinced him. Look, we're gonna go into a new market. You got to give it your all and and put up your house as as uh, as collateral. We're gonna be well. Well, it didn't go well. And he had a new employee, and he was about to just let everybody go. And the new employee said, "How much you need?" He said, "I need fifty thousand dollars, or we out of business." He she said, "I got fifty thousand dollars just yesterday from a family <laughs> re- inheritance," and he she said, "I'll let you use it." and Gave him the $50,000. He saved the company. The company went on to create cable in the uh, Pennsylvania area. And as you all know now, the, the company has gone on to become called Comcast and just That's bought right. uh, NBC uh, television yeah. and is the biggest uh, media <laughs> giant in the world because of a $50,000 Godwin. That's right. Oh, yep. Hold that thought. Folks, this is my friend. Squire Rushnell with the book When God Winks. Y'all stay tuned. We got more to come. Across America, I want you all to know that for sure on The Willie Jolly Show, your best is yet to come. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly. And for years, I've told people that in order to have a greater life, it starts by having greater individual days. If you have a great day and you repeat that great day seven times, you've had a great week. And you repeat that week four times, you've had a greater month. And then repeat that month 12 times, you've had a greater year and you're on your way to a greater life. And it starts with that individual day. I recommend you start each day with something powerful. I call it the pure, the powerful, and the positive. Rather than starting your day with bad news, how many people got killed or how many children got snatched or how many fires there were, I recommend you start your day with something to inspire and empower and encourage you to make this day a great day. We're excited to announce the start of Jolly TV on my Facebook page. Go to willy.jolly, Jolly, willy.jolly on Facebook. Just go to willy.jolly on Facebook and get ready for a great day and a great life. Have a great day on purpose. A Midnight Phoenix rises the ashes
1: of the past
0: shimmering in the darkness, it spreads, it swings a
1: last golden sun, illuminates grassy plains. Blossoms bloom again, where nothing used to grow.
0: Steps taken on a mighty long road and you keep going along the road by God winks. God winks are those coincidences that we see in our lives that we think are just that coincidences, but they are not coincidences. They're God winks. They are those things that you did not expect because you weren't sure how it was going to happen. But they give you coincidental confidence that say, oh, in that coincidence, there's confidence that God's winking at me. He's got my back. Keep going in the right direction that you're going. You're doing the right thing. Or there's a lesson here to be learned. Because some of the, the stories, uh, Squire, uh, by the way, we've got Squire Rush now. Uh, before we get uh, two more in the book, I want to too much more in the book. I want to take a moment. You have some other books that people can get, as well as you're on a tour with uh, some couples. And I want you to talk about that for, first, because I don't want to run out of time before I share those with my audience.
2: Well, there are four When God Winks books uh, in the marketplace, and uh, uh, they, they are like uh, the little engine that could. They just keep on going. As you said, they're viral. And, uh, and I'm just absolutely delighted. The, f- the uh, fifth book in the Godwink series comes out in June, and I'm very excited about that. It's called Divine Alignment. It takes the uh, Godwink thesis, and it m- pulls back on the lens, and it really shows more of how we are all interconnected by invisible threads uh, from Godwink to Godwink. And uh, and that we indeed are on this incredible GPS, God's positioning system. So when you were talking about how you just happened to turn off, and uh, and uh, and that road that you turned off on uh, helped you avoid a traffic jam that you didn't know was up ahead, uh, those are all kind of divine alignments. Or if you get on your highway, what you believe to be your highway heading for what you believe to be your destiny, and you are doing. God's work, we promise you that there will be God winks all along the way, and—I have a very noisy clock
1: here—and
2: <laughs> that and that, uh, uh, that you will find that there will be people, events, and all kinds of surprises along that pathway to help you get where you're going, because God, who has us on this GPS— is going to put people along your path to open doors for you, to, to, to make things happen. And so it is, um, in, in this book, Divine Alignment, I really talk about when we really get in sync with God, when we get in alignment with God, then those God winks are going to keep unfolding faster and faster and faster, and you'll start to see the amazing divine alignment. But, you know, that was uh, tremendously evident to me. A year ago, Louise and I were on the uh, Praise the Lord show. Yes, and uh, we were doing uh, our. Um, we we have another book called Couples Who Pray: The Most Intimate Act Between a Man and a Woman, and we talk about that with a lot of churches across the country and so forth. And we were supposed to speak about that that night. And uh, and Matt uh, Crouch, the, uh, the the host of the program, said, "You know, we've got three couples tonight." Um, Why don't we just get everybody on the stage, and we'll all talk about couples and marriage. Well, one of the couples was Daryl Strawberry, baseball superstar, and his wife, Tracy. We didn't know it at the time, and we certainly knew that Daryl had been a $20 million contract player, and and he fell and fell and fell and fell and fell fell lower and lower, and, and he crashed to the bottom. He ended up penniless in prison and penniless. He had taken every kind of addiction, and uh, and he just he couldn't fill the well within with anything that would give him contentment, until he met this woman, Tracy, who led him to God, and God, in that well within, finally gave Daryl Strawberry, the contentment to realize that he was a champion, not only on the baseball field, but he was a champion for God. And the two of them, his wife is now a pastor, and the two of them, and she was in drug uh, addiction uh, uh, recovery, they've been ministering at uh, prisons across the country. Well, anyway, we have put together this event called Three Couples, uh, a life-changing evening of music, inspiration, and comedy, where it's Daryl Strawberry and Tracy Strawberry, inspiring speakers. Uh, my wife, Louise Duarte the world's best comedic impressionist who has stories of her own that she told at Women of Faith, uh, uh, my inspirational stories from the Godwinks books, and then another couple called Ross Schaefer and Leah Schaefer. He was a, a late-night talk show host for Fox and ABC, and his marriage is all crashed, and he'll talk about that. And Leah is a magnificent singer. She was the head of the praise team at Rick Warren's church at Saddleback, and so she will talk about her experience as a child being molested by a pastor. Wow. And so you got three couples who have had a lot of trash, and we bring a lot of trash up there on the stage with us. But what we say is that God will take all of this trash, and he will turn it into a magnificent marriage if you put him in the middle of it. And so that's our message with three couples, and uh, and that's going across the land. It's our first date is in Virginia, uh, Virginia Beach on uh, April twenty uh, seventh. So where can, they, where can they where can they find
0: out? Is there a website or anything else so they can find out where it's going to be in there, if it's near their city somewhere
2: uh there's a website called couples uh, actually um uh three com. if this thing is so new we're not we don't even have that up yet okay. but uh that'll be up in about a week uh three com, and they'll be able to find out about it and
0: yeah. ross schaefer is a dear friend of mine and uh uh, had not met his wife, but uh, a dear friend, great speaker and great uh, performer and so forth. So.
2: Well, he's and a very successful motivational speaker, as you know.
0: Yes, you he know? is. Yes, he oh. is. So that's great. Well, let's talk a little bit more about this uh, when God winks and how people can get God winking in their life a little more and a little more effectively. Uh, there are lots and lots of stories, lots and lots of of great uh, direction that that people can go in. I think it's just so profound, all of the great uh, concepts and ideas. What do you find? Just if you know you were going to talk to her, let's say you're talking to entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, business people, and people who who need this kind of God wink in their life, what would you say to them? Here are the things you should be keeping in mind. Here are the things that I would want you to focus on as you go through the process.
2: Well, I believe that uh, we all have to uh, have a belief system, and uh, the only way you can really believe in yourself is if you start by believing in God. Mm. If you believe in God and and that everything comes from Him, your creativity, how smart you are, how whatever you are, that all comes from Him, and that you are just... In his service, you got a job for God, and you 're going out and you 're working for him every day. That is the beginning point I believe for any person, whether you are a uh, um, a custodial person or whether you 're willy Jolly on the stage. You need to begin with God in your heart and uh and and one of the ways that I am so excited about uh, being a uh, a missionary of is that if we can start becoming aware of these ways that God is communicating back to us, now we know that if we pray, God will listen. I mean well, we think he is listening if you 're paying attention you 'll realize that he is answering your prayers a lot of times through Godwinks and and Godwinks are one of the ways that God, as I said before, communicates directly to you out of seven billion people on this planet, and so Becoming very aware of your Godwinks, expecting the Godwinks to be there. Not to tell you to do the deal or to marry the girl or to buy the house, but as a message of reassurance that you and God are in connection and you're on that path. And so I think that, and, and one of the ways that um, I always talk to people about... Uh, uh, understanding the God winks is to doing a, an archaeological dig into your own past, where you go back and you dig up those points where you had a crossroads in your life, where your life absolutely changed. You moved geographically, or you, you, you lost something, or you gained something. Chances are, if you go back and look at those times, you will find that there were signposts there of reassurance called Godwinks. Mm. Little... So called coincidences at those moments. And, uh, I, I, the, the first story where I really proved that thought to myself as I was writing the book was to go back to my own life. I was a guy who was running, a, a, a big section of ABC television network, and I, and I thought, well, what about the crossroads of when I, came into this business of of television and and radio. And I I took my mind back to the time when I was a 15-year-old boy standing on the side of a road hitchhiking. Now, actually, let me go back a little further than that. When I was in sixth grade, I got a chance to go to a radio station, and that was love at first sight because I thought – That was it. I'm going to be in radio. I sawed off a broom handle, and every day I talked into that sawed-off broom handle and and made believe I was a big anchorman from NBC, David Brinkley. And I I did that to help practice, but also because it drove my older brother crazy. I like to do that. And and, uh, there was another guy I listened to every morning on one of those distant signals that would only come in while it was still dark. And it was from a long ways away. It was a guy who uh, had a radio show called Dean Harris in Syracuse, New York. And he would say, march around the breakfast table. And so I'd come down and say to my older brother, march around the breakfast table. He'd throw the Wheaties box at me and I'd duck. Anyway, Dean Harris was my hero. And there I was at the age of 15, standing by the side of the road in this little dinky town that I lived in, going for my first interview at the TV station 10 miles up the road. Well, hitchhiking is not always a productive way to get somewhere on time. Right. And I was a little bit worried that I was going to be late because the only thing going by were a few hay balers. (laughs) And uh, soon a... A little green Volkswagen came along, pulled over to the side of the road. The door burst open, and a balding man beckoned me in. I told him not only where I was going, but the purpose of my mission, that I was going to see a fellow for a a job interview. His name was Jim Higgins. And the driver of the car said, Well, you tell that fellow Jim Higgins I said hello. He's an old friend of mine. And the man, the driver, stuck out his hand to shake mine, and he said, My name is Dean Harris. Wow. Dean Harris, my hero, my march-around-the-breakfast-table hero? Imagine that. Wow. Imagine what are the mathematical odds that a boy with a dream, standing up, by the side of a country road would be picked up and taken to his first job interview in the industry that he ended up working for picked up by his hero. Wow. And oh, by the way, I got the job.
0: <laughs> Folks, this is the exact kind of story you're going to get in this book. Uh, I am so excited about this message and about how there's story after story. I, I wish I had time to go through all of them. How you find your soulmate? Uh, my wife and I can relate to that, how we just kind of bounced into each other. And and uh, we've been together now for over thirty years, but we've been married for twenty seven and and soulmate, you know, just amazing Ooh. one after another. Uh I'll give a real quick set set of positive attitude. Start loving yourself first, have faith, get on the universal highway, and stay alert for the signs of your perfect mate and look for the God winks. Lots of stories. Uh you know, Squire, you're just phenomenal. You're incredible, and I want you to come back, you promise?
2: Oh absolutely Willie. All hey right. you're my hero. Thank you, you gave me my first piece of advice as an author. You remember that?
0: Yes, to remind me.
2: Yeah, yeah, you said at a conference uh, about 12 years ago, 11 years ago, you said my publisher's job is to get my book on the shelf. My job is to get it off.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and i we're both doing that man god bless you thank <laughs> you for being on with me today folks when godwinks.com when god Winks, Squire thank you brother you're a god blessed man and a blessing to all of us
2: thanks Willie talk right. to you soon
0: we'll have you on again when the new book comes out
2: all right thanks
0: thank Bye-bye. you god bless you Bye so
1: you need a friend, be there when you win. But stand right
0: by your side if you lose.